Jam Kobe. Welcome, welcome, welcome to welcome you to yet another episode of the Unpopular Podcast. It's your boy Jalen. And before we start, uh, I did a, I'm not going to say a tribute, I was just speaking on the Kobe Bryant incident, but for people that didn't hear, uh, you can go check it out, but before I start, I just want to say rest in peace to Kobe Bryant, Gianna Bryant, John, oh, and, I'm, and if I say your names wrong, I mean, if I butcher the names, I, I humbly apologize, it, I, I, I apologize, I don't mean any disrespect by it, but... I just want to give you, you know, give them their time. So, again, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant, Gianna Bryant, John Adabelli, Carrie Adabelli, Alisa Adabelli, Christina Neiser, Ara Sobaye, Sarah, and Peyton Chester. Rest in peace. So for this episode of the Unpopular Podcast, as you know, in about three days, the Super Bowl is coming, and I wanted to give my preview on the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about how both teams, the Kansas City Chiefs and the 49ers, got here. We're going to talk about key acquisitions that really changed the fortune of both teams. We're going to talk about how both teams will win the Super Bowl if they do win. We're going to talk about how both teams can lose the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about key players on both the offense and defense on both teams. For the game and then we're gonna i'm gonna give them my prediction let's start off with the kansas city chiefs and how they got here kansas city chiefs especially looking at last year it's almost it was almost destined i'm not gonna say destined it was almost it was hard it was hard for people especially that saw how they ended last year not think they would be here of course you had patrick mahomes who won the mvp last year you had a an, an offense that we haven't seen everything was going right or everything was on a high trajectory for Kansas City Chiefs. Last year, they were a D Ford offensive size away for being in the Super Bowl for the second time. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is incredible. Patrick Mahomes is one of, if not the best quarterback in the league. I, of course, a lot of people will say, what about Lamar Jackson? What about Russell Wilson? Right now, I understand the legacy that you know Russell Wilson has. I understand the the high trajectory that Lamar Jackson has. But when we put when we talk about right now, I think that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league, and because of that, he has he has propelled Kansas City Chiefs along with, of course, Andy Reid to heights that we didn't imagine. You, you know, you remember Kansas City Chiefs with Alex Smith, and, and there's nothing against Alex Smith, but he's not on the same level as Patrick Mahomes. Kansas City Chiefs is an offensive juggernaut. De- we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the defense, but they're an offensive juggernaut. They finished the year 12-4, and four, and really the only reason why they lost four games is because Patrick Mahomes was dealing with an ankle injury. I think he missed three games. And in those three games, they lost those games. And one game, he 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 re-aggravated his injury. I believe that was against the uh, the Tennessee Titans. Again, when we look at last year, it's hard for us look. 
it's hard for the fans to look at Kansas City Chiefs and not have in the sense, well, we kind of knew they were going to make it. When you look at the scale and the, the landscape of the AFC, of course, a lot of people thought, since the Super Bowl winner, which was the Patriots, a lot of people thought they could make it again. A lot of people thought, you know, this could be the Chargers year. A lot of people thought that the Steelers might have a bounce back year. A lot of people, of course, with the new acquisitions that the Cleveland Browns had, a lot of people thought the Cleveland Browns can be in that, in that mix. But, again, what we saw from Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs last year, a lot of people, including myself, really thought that they should, they should have been in the Super Bowl last year. Now, of course, if it wasn't for D. Ford. And, and I'm not just going to put it all on D. Ford's off, offsides. I'm going to put it on, they, they started slow. The Kansas City Chiefs started hella slow last year. They, they, they couldn't, they couldn't, especially in the first half, they couldn't even really put any points on the board. They, they just, the Patriots kind of stifled them. So, you know, this is, this Super Bowl kind of was, was in the making. You have the best quarterback, in my opinion, with uh, Patrick Mahomes. You have the best wide receiver core. You have the, be- the best offense is in the Super Bowl. Now, of course, you can argue the Ravens offense this year, but with a healthy Patrick Mahomes, with a healthy Tyreek Hill, with a healthy uh, Travis Kelsey, I will pick and I will put the Kansas City Chiefs as the best offense, if you ask me. I said I would talk about the defense because the defense has been horrible. The defense was horrible last year, which is another reason why they lost last year and uh, or didn't make it to the Super Bowl. They are so offensive reliant that the Patriots knew all they had to do was slow down and stop their offense. Once they did that, it was, it, you know, it, it was all, all, hell, all, all hell breaks loose because their defense couldn't stop a nosebleed last year. Yeah, they had moments, but they couldn't stop anything. And that kind of trailed over to this year. Yeah, they had a couple key acquisitions that we'll talk about in a minute, but that kind of keyed over to uh, this year. This year, especially the beginning of the season, they were on a historical mark on, of bad. They couldn't stop the run. They couldn't stop the pass. They couldn't stop anything. And, and a lot of people, including myself, was looking at the Kansas City Chiefs like, they're good enough to make it to the Super Bowl, especially when we kind of saw how weak the AFC was. But... There was no way, in my opinion, they could win the Super Bowl due to the fact that their defense was so bad. Their defense was horrible. When I say horrible, even with a couple key acquisitions, they were horrible. So that, that was the only reason that their defense being bad and, and if Patrick Mahomes would have got injured, that, was the, that would have been the only reason why I think they would have lost the Super Bowl or not even made it to the Super Bowl. But then something happened towards the end of the season, and their Super Bowl, their Super Bowl, their defense got right. When I say got right, it didn't just go from last in the NFL to 27th, or or last in the NFL to to I don't know 10th. They went from last in the NFL in defense, or one of the worst defenses, to rank number one going into the 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 playoffs. I don't know if it was they got together and they galvanized and said, hey, we got to help the offense. I don't know if it was they were just waiting to unleash the package of the defense. It just maybe took two years. I don't know. 
I know a couple key, you know, their safety was injured. You know, they, they dealt with a couple injuries on the defense, but that, that wasn't the case last year. So it, it was shocking to see how good the Kansas City Chiefs defense became going into the playoffs. And we saw that against the, the, the Texans. We saw that against the Titans. Yeah, the Texans went up 24-0, but that was a lot of, it was a quick start. And after the 24-0, the Texans kind of couldn't do anything. They, 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 they couldn't move the ball. They couldn't run the ball. Deshaun Watson, you know, he looked, he, he was getting pressured. They're, the Chiefs, I mean, the Texans offensive line couldn't, couldn't hold the Chiefs anymore. Like, they were completely dominated. And, and then you move over to the Tennessee Titans game. Derrick Henry was on a historical pace. I think he, he went like three games in a row rushing over 180 yards. Or two games. No, it was three games in a row rushing over 180 yards or 160. And they held him to, I believe, a hundred, under 100 yards. And, of course, you made Tryon Tannehill have to beat you. And at the end of the day that he did. Or in the day he didn't, I'm sorry. So their defense has been on a trajectory that we haven't seen in a while. They went from one of the worst to now one of the best. And that kind of brings me into the key acquisition. The key acquisitions for the Kansas City Chiefs this year was Tyron Matthew and Frank Clark. Tyron Matthew, he's everywhere. Honey Badger's everywhere on the defense. We see that, you see that every time you watch the game, whether he is, he's getting a sack, whether he's getting an interception, whether he's batting a ball down, whether he's go, uh, defending the best wide receiver. He is, he is, he is a, a lightning rod when we talk about the Kansas City Chiefs defense. Kansas, especially last year, the one thing that they struggled with was safety play, cornerback play. They, well, they struggled the whole defense, but they struggled with being able to contain the back of the defense. And Tyron Matthews has been a welcomed addition to that. And another key acquisition is Frank Clark coming from Seattle. Frank Clark is kind of the, 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 yeah, he's a defensive end, but he's kind of the anchor now to that defense. Frank Clark, the, the best games he has are the games that they dominate. And if it, especially with him and with Frank Clark and Tyron Matthews, when they dominate, they dominate. So that is, that's kind of where the, the Kansas City Chiefs are and their strengths along with how they got here. Now we can move over to the 49ers. The 49ers have one of the greatest turnarounds in NFL history. Last year, Jimmy G tore his ACL. They finished the season four and 12. They, they just, we knew that Jimmy G was good, but we didn't know how good, especially coming from New England, he was a backup. Even though he did have success when Tom Brady was out, he was a backup. People, the jury was still out on Jimmy G. This year, however, they go from four and twelve to thirteen and three. One of the greatest turnarounds in NFL history. Jimmy G comes back fully healthy. He looks incredible. Kyle Shanahan coaching along with his offensive schemes and Robert Sala and, and his vaunted defense. 
they have the best defense in the league. I, I, going into the season, I thought it would be the Bears or the Vikings or maybe the Cowboys. But I did not see the 49ers. In fact, I didn't see the, def, the 49ers team in general be this good. I thought, you know, going into the season, unless you were a 49ers fan, I don't think anybody thought that they would be a Super Bowl team, let alone one of the best, if not the best, complete team in the league. You know, before the season started, I think the projections were they would they would go, I don't know, I think they were like middle of the pack. Like, I think they had the same odds to make it to the Super Bowl as the Vikings and the Bears. A lot of people, including myself, did not give them a shot to make the Super Bowl. I think that was because what we saw the year prior, which was 4-12, we didn't know how Jimmy G was going to come back. Was he going to be able to helm a team for the entire season? And, of course, there was there were still question marks. Their running game was a question mark. Their, 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 their receivers were a question mark. Their defense was a question mark. So there was a lot of question marks going into the season, and I'm just going to speak for myself. I did not see the 49ers being in the Super Bowl. I knew Kyle Shanahan was a great coach. I knew Robert Sala was a good, uh, a great defensive coordinator, and a lot of people thought that he should be a coach by now. But I kind of, that kind of brings me to my key acquisitions. While I had two for the Kansas City Chiefs, I have three for the 49ers, and that is Emmanuel Sanders. He came midseason, but his ability to catch over the top, his leadership, his veteranship, I guess you can call it, and his ability to, even at his age, at, his, at the years he's been here, his ability to, to get open has helped Jimmy G and helped the offense incredibly. Then on the defensive side, you have D. Ford and Nick Bosa. The reason why D. Ford was sent out of Kansas City not only was because of all sides, but because he would cost too much, because he was that good of a player. Kansas City knew that they couldn't afford him, and they try, I think they tried to retool. They tried, you know, bring the old stuff, you know, take the old stuff out, bring the new stuff in. And D. Ford was a casualty to that. I think that maybe, you know what I think? I think if, D. Ford, if they would have won the Super Bowl last year, D. Ford would still have, have probably moved forward or, 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 or had got, got released or cut or whatever you want to call it due to the fact that he calls too much because he is such a good player or they would try to, 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 to trade for him or trade him. But D. Ford, along with Nick Bosa, has, has, has transformed this defense that the 49ers have. Of course you have, you know, you have Richard Sherman. You have... The, the corners, you have the safety, but even though Nick Bosa is a rookie, he will, I don't know, I don't think the, the awards have come out yet. If they did, I apologize, but he will, if, if he hasn't already, win the D rookie defensive player of the year. And he, he's in line to win the, the NFL defensive player of the year. That's how good Nick Bosa has been. And D Ford on the other side, along with DeForest Buckner, they have been incredible, and they have, they have dominated the, the, the line of scrimmage the entire season. And they have gotten to the quarterback time and time and time again. You saw that against Green Bay in the NFC Championship. 
Green Bay looked like they didn't belong on the field. And you had the Smith brothers. You had Aaron Rodgers. You had Devontae Adams. You had, or the, yeah, Devontae Adams. You had Aaron Jones. You had all these really good players. They looked shell-shocked. They got blown. Their doors got blown off that in the NFC Championship. And that was because the defense dominated. And, and because the defense was playing so good, that trickled down and trickled over to the, the offense. And Jimmy G, well, a lot of people, including myself, this entire season were, 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 were skeptical about Jimmy G. And not just because of what we saw last year before he got hurt, and not just what we didn't see, of course, but one thing that Jimmy G does is he will put the ball in harm's way. He is he's a person that you have maybe two or three times a game, he'll put the ball up for grabs. And that's 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 he he does that to this day. And sometimes when you're looking, you think, "Oh, that could cost them. This will definitely cost them." And and it hasn't. The three games they lost, they lost to I don't remember exactly who, but I know one of them. Oh, they lost to the the Seahawks, when Russell Wilson had to be incredible and come back in the overtime, they lost to Lamar Jackson and the Ravens in that monsoon game, and they lost one more game, and I don't remember, but I think it was a throwaway game. When, when the 49ers are firing on all cylinders, that's both offensively and defensively, they are incredible and they are pretty much unstoppable this year. And that brings me to how they will win. Let's start with the 49ers. The 40, if the 49ers control the, the, the line of scrimmage, both offensively and defensively, because Quadras has kept, they have one of the best offensive lines in the league as well, as, and one of the best defensive lines. If they control the line of scrimmage, they will win. You have to, your defense has to come to play and your offense has to protect Jimmy G. Yeah, Jimmy G might throw the ball in harm's way a couple times, but if you give him time and you give him the opportunity to make decisions, that to me will be too much for the Kansas City Chiefs. And on, this, on, on the flip side with the Kansas City Chiefs, they, how they win is two things. You, you, Patrick Mahomes has to be Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, the only time he's had a bad game was, was due to an ankle injury. We saw <laughs> he was incredible. Once they started rolling, he was incredible against the Texans. And the Titans, he was unstoppable. And, and the Titans has a, have a really good a top 10 defense. So with Patrick Mahomes has to be incredible. And, Patrick, and, and, and they also have, the defense has to slow down Jimmy G. Like I just talked about, with the 49ers, the defense has to be able to control the line of scrimmage. The Chiefs defense has to have to be able, D Ford, you know, the, not D Ford, uh, Clark, uh, Tyre, they, they have to be able to get to Jimmy G and, 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 and force him to not only be uncomfortable, but force him to make decisions that 
could cost the team. We know Jimmy G, it's in him to do that. It's just, will the Kansas City Chiefs defense force that? You know, we talk about, we talk about storylines, right? There's two storylines, you know, it's kind of like a branch to the Super Bowl that are big for both teams. For the Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid has never won a Super Bowl. He has been to the Super Bowl a couple times. Of course, we all remember the Eagles with him, you know, Donovan McNabb and, and uh, Terrell Owens. He's been to the Super Bowl a couple times. He's, he's won multiple AFC championships, NFC championships. He's been coach of the year. He, he, he's had one of the best teams. He's had one of the worst teams. Andy Reid has done everything but win a Super Bowl. A lot of people look at Andy Reid and question, you know, can he do it? You know, we've, we've seen Andy Reid have clock management problems. We've seen him be the head coach of the Chiefs where one team, doesn't, or one team doesn't score and his team scores two touchdowns and they lose. We've seen they've been up, what, 21-0 in the AFC Championship and lose, or no, in the AFC uh, playoffs and lose. We've seen... Time and time again where Andy Reid has, has hurt the team more than he's helped the team. However, Andy Reid is an incredible coach. Andy Reid most definitely is a Hall of Famer. But a lot of people question, can he lead a team and win it all? We never question, can he lead a team to the Super Bowl? Because he's done that multiple times. He's done that as head coaches. I mean, he's done that as a head coach. He's done that as a coordinator. We question... Can Andy Reid win it all? And this is his best chance to win it all. You know, this is the best quarterback he's ever had. Yes, he's better than and you know he's better than Donovan McNabb, of course. He's better than Alex Smith. This is the healthiest team he's ever had going in. This is the most complete team he's ever had going in. He's never had a Patrick Mahomes. He's never had a Tyreek Hill. He's never had a Travis Kelsey. He's never had a Tyron Matthew. This is the most complete team he's ever had. So if he doesn't win now, we're going to look at it as, yeah, the team that he's playing is a vaunted team and, and the team that he's playing is a, is a complete team. But the question still will, will, will spiral. Can Andy Reid do it? Can Andy Reid be the best part of a team? Or can Andy Reid, I'm not saying best part, can Andy Reid lead a team to the playoffs? Can Andy Reid lead a team to the championship? On the flip side, you have Kyle Shanahan and Robert Sara, both really young people or coaches. As we've seen, like Sean McVay, I think the league is going in, in the direction of the young offensive power coaches because the league is getting more offensive. You know, you saw last year, like I said, with the, with the Rams, Sean McVay, Jared Goff. Uh, Todd Gurley. This year, Kyle Shanahan, we saw early, everywhere Kyle Shanahan has gone, he has made the team better offensively, whether that's the Redskins uh, and, and what he did with RG3 and what he did with Kirk Cousins and now with the 49ers and what he's doing with Jimmy G. He, along with Robert Sarr, and Robert Sarr is one of, if not the best defensive coordinator in the league, what he, the way that he, he, he impacts his team with his energy, 
with the schemes that he that he draws up, with his incredible belief in his team, Robert Sara has has turned into one of the best, not just defensive coordinators, but coaches. You know, a lot of people look at Robert Sara, and especially if they win this Super Bowl, a lot of people think Robert Sara might be destined for a head coaching job. Now, a lot of the head coaching jobs that we thought he could be in line for has already been taken up, whether that's the Cowboys, whether that's the the um, the Browns, whether that's whether that's uh, the 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 Giants. A lot of people, you know, a lot of teams that we thought Robert Sara could coach for has already been taken up. But Robert Sara is in line. You know, Robert Sara and Eric Bieniemy. I'm not gonna throw that. You know, I'm not gonna forget that. Robert Sara and Eric Bieniemy are definitely good enough to be head coaches. And this Super Bowl, I'm not saying the Super Bowl determines if they will be a head coach or not, but this Super Bowl definitely puts their coaching ability or coordinating ability in in focus, I guess. I mean, everyone and their mom is going to be watching the Super Bowl. So you don't want to... You don't want to come out with a dud because you will lose. And as we've seen, look at the, you look at the Ravens. You look at uh, the, uh, the, the Rams. You look at the, the Patriots. You never know when you're going to get back here. Yeah, the Ravens, the Ravens look like they, they are destined to be in the Super Bowl you know, for years and years to come with Lamar Jackson, how they play. However... You can look back to this year and think, well, we thought the Ravens were going to be in the Super Bowl this year. We thought how good Lamar Jackson was playing, how good the tight ends were playing, how good uh, this, um, what's, uh, Mark Ingram was playing, how good their defense was playing with Earl, with Earl Thomas, how good Harbaugh was coaching. We thought they were going to be in the Super Bowl this year. If you look at the Rams, the Rams had one of the most high-powered offenses we've ever seen last year with Jared Goff, with Brandon Cook, with um, Todd Gurley, and with Sean McVay. We thought they would be in the Super Bowl. Oh, and of course you have Aaron Donald. We thought they would be in the Super Bowl for years to come. You look at the, you look at, I don't know, the Cowboys. When you have one of the most complete teams, both offensively and defensively, you thought they would be in the Super Bowl. But if you look at all those teams, the Ravens are not in the Super Bowl this year. The, 40, the, the Rams didn't even make the playoffs this year. And the Cowboys, we know about the Cowboys. They didn't even make the playoffs either. Hell, look at the Eagles. We thought the Eagles were going to be Super Bowls for years and years to come. Now, I think the Super Bowl window is still open. But when you look at the Eagles, they struggled with, they struggled with injury. Injury ravaged their entire team from their wide receiver core to their offensive line to the defense. Uh, Carson Wentz got injured a couple of times, especially when we know about the concussion. You look at the, the, the Seahawks, injuries ravaged them. It's like teams that we thought were going to be Super Bowl stays, as we've seen now, that might not be the case or that hasn't been the case. So I say all that to say, you're in the Super Bowl now. The Kansas City Chiefs are in the Super Bowl now. We think the Kansas City Chiefs are are, are prone for, for multiple Super Bowls, of course, with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. The 49ers. The 49ers are one of the most complete teams. You have 
Mike Sh- uh, Kyle Shanahan. You have Jimmy G. You have Nick Bosa. You have DeForest Buckner. You have D. Forge. You have all these great players, and, and the Chiefs have all these great players. But you never know. You never. So now that you're here, you have to show up. So we talked about how each team will win. Now let's talk about how each team will lose. Let's start off with the Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs has no run game at all. They thought LaShawn McCoy uh, could, could write that. They thought Williams couldn't write that. But Williams hasn't been good since, or oh, he's, been, he's been decent since last year. And as we've seen, LaShawn McCoy is pretty much in the back of his career. You know, as being a rusher for the Eagles and the Bills and now the Chiefs and putting all those miles on him. He just doesn't have it. He's not Shady McCoy as we remember him to be. They have no offensive. They have no offensive running game to speak of. Their offensive running game are bubble screens, or put Tyreek Hill, who is not only small but a, a wide receiver, put him in the backfield and hope, you know, he can make something happen. So one. So the way that they will lose is their running game. I'm not going to say get exposed because everybody knows they don't have a running game. But their running game is more prevalent than, than, than it needs to be. And that means that they're, that means that they're dominating the, 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 the offensive line and, and not giving Patrick Mahomes time. When you have DeForest Buckner, when you have Nick Bosa, when you have D. Ford coming at you, your offensive line needs to be stout or the last thing you want is with with Patrick Mahomes and all these weapons you do not want Patrick Mahomes under under a rep under 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 pressure the entire game because then you know when you have all the great weapons that you, you know offensive weapons that you have he won't be able to get it to him and that is that is one way I can definitely see them losing if their offensive line gets dominated and their running game, which is which isn't which is non-existent, but if their running game has to be has to be featured, if their running if their running game has to be very important to them, they will lose this game. If that makes sense, there are they probably don't have a running game. So if they need to run the game, or no, if they, I mean if they need to run the game. <laughs> If they need to run in the game, like need to, that means something is going wrong. Patrick Mahomes might not be playing well, which I don't foresee, uh, or or their 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 offensive line is getting dominated, or their their receivers can't get open. Which we'll talk about that in a second. How the 49ers will win is they control the line of scrimmage. You have their their offensive line is incredible, and their defense defensive line is as we've just stated, one of, if not the best in the league. They have the personnel, they have the ability to control the line of scrimmage. If they control the line of scrimmage, which which they definitely can, then you really put the onus on Patrick Mahomes to, to be the hero, and you really give Jimmy G a lot of time, a lot of comfort, a lot of room to to create, to to be the best player that he can be. To, to give him time to think, to give him time to operate, to give him time to make smart decisions. Even with all that time, he still can, can give you bonehead plays, but 
as we've seen, you know, we saw against the Saints where he won in the shootout. We saw against the 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 Green Bay in the NFC Championship. It wasn't a shootout. It was just complete domination. We saw in time after time after time when their defense might not have been healthy or they might not have been playing well, he's won them games. So if you control the line of scrimmage and give him time, he can definitely take it home for you. And that brings me to my key acquisitions to win the game. Let's start with the 49ers. The key acquisition on the defensive end or defensive side of the ball is Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa, we already raved. While he is a rookie, he plays well beyond his years. He's one of the best players in the league, not just rookies. If he goes crazy like he did for the NFC Championship and, and, and really and, and have no problem getting to Patrick Mahomes, that will be a problem for the 40, no, Kansas City Chiefs and the 49ers. At that point, if, 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 if you're bringing pressure on Patrick Mahomes, you're one step further to winning the game. And on the, on, the, uh, on the offensive side, Jimmy G. Jimmy G, you have George Kittle. You have Emmanuel Sanders. If you're able to not lose you the game, and I'm not saying he's a game manager because he's better than that, but if you're able to, to, to find your receivers, find Kittle, find your pieces, you have a shot at winning. And another player to look out for is Rob, was it Robert Morstead. While he's been, he's bounced around um, from team, you know, getting cut from team to team. We saw in the NFC Championship, he ran all over the forty, the the, the Green Bay Packers. If he's able to do that against the Kansas City Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs have the Kansas City Chiefs have no way to win. If Robert Morse or Morse, I believe that his last, yeah, it is Robert Morse. If Robert Morse is running, wreaking havoc on the, in the running game, and then you have Jimmy G, you know, his accurate short passes or his accurate deep bombs, you're not going to win. So my key players to win is Nick Bosa, Jimmy G, and Robert Morse for the 49ers. For the Chiefs, you have Tyreek no, you have Tyreek Hill and Frank Clark. One, one thing that the 49ers struggle with, and this is another way that they could lose, is the 49ers struggle with speedy receivers. We saw well, every game they've lost, except for the Ravens game, they've struggled with speedy receivers. When we look at the Seattle game, they lost, it was on a few plays, but DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett got broke loose for big plays. They, while they have, you know, uh, you have incredible players on on the in the outside in the corners and the safety, they still struggle with speedy receivers. And on the flip side to that, Kansas City Chiefs have can the Kansas City Chiefs have the fastest receivers in the league. You have Sammy Watkins. You have Tyreek Hill, and even though he's not a receiver, he's, you have Travis Kelsey, who's still incredibly quick, incredibly strong for his size, uh, and incredibly, you know, he, he, has, he has great great hands. 
So that's one way that they'll lose. The 49ers could lose if if the speedy receivers give them fits, and that is a key a key player for the Chiefs is Tyron Matthew. Another person is Frank Clark. Every game Frank Clark has had a sack or Frank Clark has disrupted the offense, they've won that game. Frank Clark is incredible. Frank Clark is, like I said, he Frank Clark is pretty much the anchor to that defense. And even though, you know, you their defense, their defense is not as good as the 49ers, Frank Clark is as good as anybody that the, that the 49ers had. You can put up, you can put Frank Clark up against the Forrest Buckner, up against Nick Bosa, up against D. Ford, and he'll hold his own. That's how good Frank Clark is. So you need him to come correct if, you know, they'll win. And then to bring me to my prediction, this doesn't have to be long. We're just talking about it. At this point, when you look at this game, or when I look at this game, I look at, to me, it is Patrick Mahomes against the 49ers. Patrick Mahomes is a transcendent player. He is one of those players that will change the league for years to come. He's one of those players that he's incredible. When you look at the Kansas City, when you look at the Kansas City Chiefs, when you look at the 49ers, they are the complete team. We've we've questioned is Jim, can Jimmy G get it done? He's done it. We've questioned is their defense really for real? They're for real. We've questioned does Jimmy G have enough weapons? George Kittle has has emerged. Emmanuel Sanders has come. We question do they have a running game? Robert Morstead has has been incredible. Every question that the 49ers have 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 has received, they've answered. And on the flip side, every question that the the Patrick Mahomes has received, he's answered. Is Patrick Mahomes really the heir apparent, or is Patrick Mahomes really one of the best for, uh, quarterbacks in the league? Yes. Can Patrick Mahomes lead you to the Super Bowl? Yes. Is Patrick Mahomes, is his decision making a Super Bowl level quarterback? Yes. I say Patrick Mahomes versus the 49ers because when you look at the, the whole team of the 49ers against the whole team of the Kansas City Chiefs, it kind of doesn't stack up, especially if you look at the defenses. When you look at offense, the 49ers defense can't even touch the Kansas City Chiefs defense when it turns of on paper. You know, you have Travis Kelsey, you have LaShawn McCoy, you have uh, Sammy Watkins, you have Tyreek Hill, you have Patrick Mahomes. But the game's not played on paper. When you look at Kansas City Chiefs defense, while they have been incredible and they've, especially these last few, few weeks, they've been great. You can't compare them to DeForest Buckner, Nick Bosa, uh, Richard Sherman, D. Ford. You can't compare them to the 49ers defense and Robert Sala, even though Mike Bienemy has been incredible. It's a, it, this is going to be a really interesting Super Bowl because it's a contrast of two teams. You have the 49ers, while they can gun, uh, gun sling it as we saw against the Saints, they want to pound the ball. They want to, they want to beat you with physicality. They want to beat you with, with their presence. They want you to know that they're here. They want, they want you to walk out, whether you win or lose, 
bloodied and battered. They want to control the line of scrimmage. They want to get to your quarterback. They want to hit you. They want to be as physical as possible because they have the pieces for that. The Kansas City Chiefs, that is a finesse team. And when I say finesse, I don't mean it as, oh, they're, they're soft. No, they have the most beautiful offense you've seen. We saw them put up 41 straight points against Deshaun Watson and the Texans. We saw them put up, we saw them put up, they could have put up more against the Tennessee Titans. Their offense is one of the best offenses we've seen in recent years. And that is even with Patrick Mahomes missing time. So, it really puts, it really goes, who is going to win out? The finesse offense or the ground or the, 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 the ground and pound defense? And with that, I think it comes down to, as I said before, Jimmy G is going to put the ball up for grabs at least once or twice, or no, at least two or three times a game. He did it. He did it against the. He did it against Green Bay. He did it almost every every game this season, and I think that that I know it hasn't cost them this year, but they haven't played the Kansas City Chiefs. I think that the Kansas City Chiefs have the players in the backfield that can that can that can go up and get that. To me, it comes down to Jimmy G against. Patrick Mahomes. I don't think that I know Jimmy G. You know, let me not say that. I don't think that Jimmy G will be able to keep up in scoring with Patrick Mahomes. Ah, oh, man, you know, it's, it's tough, man. Every I keep talking about this and I wrote this down, but now that I'm hearing myself say it again, it just doesn't sound right. Like, it's hard for me to go against a team in the 49ers that I just saw dominate Aaron Rodgers and the Kansas uh, and the and the Packers. Their defense is the reason their defense and Robert Morstead dominated the Packers. But then it's hard for me to go against a team in the Kansas City Chiefs that I just saw put up 51 in a playoff game against Deshaun Watson when Deshaun Watson scored 31. I've seen them blow out Deshaun Watson. I see I saw them I saw them dominate uh, Derrick Henry and the Tennessee Titans after Derrick Henry was on a historic run and, and hold him to under 70, um, under um, 100 yards. It's, it's, it's really tough, man. So at this point, I, I, wrote, I, have, I, I have a whole script of what I wrote about why this team will win, why that team will win. You know, my predictions, I wrote a whole script out. But listening to myself, it's really a pick'em game. It's really a game where it can, it's either going to be, no, with Patrick Mahomes, I think it's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be a great game. It's going to be a high-powered game. It's going to be a high-energy, high-octane game. And because of this, I'm going to just, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It is what it is. But I have Kansas City Chiefs beating the 49ers. 31, no, 38 to 31. The MVP being Patrick Mahomes. That is my prediction. 
that is my Super Bowl special. If you agree with me, let me know. If you don't agree with me, let me know. Super Bowl. Oh, and let me know what you guys are doing for the Super Bowl. I'm actually having some, you know what, let me, let me chill out. <laughs> Just let me know what you guys are doing for the Super Bowl. Leave in the comments. Hit me up. It is what it is. Uh, I appreciate all you guys. Uh, this, has been the, this has been the Super Bowl special. I'll be back next Tuesday, of course, regular time, you know, with the Kobe incident plus the Super Bowl. There's been a, it's been a, a hellacious week, so which is why you kind of got two things this week. Um, even though the Kobe thing was just me venting, uh, you know, but we're not going to go on that. We're, we're going to stay up here. Again, that has been my Super Bowl special. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Please subscribe. Please subscribe. Please subscribe wherever you're listening. Oh, and if you're listening, uh, if you're listening on iTunes, uh, give me a five stars, man. If, if you if you feel that my episodes are five star worthy, give me five stars, man. Give me five stars. Uh, you know, rate rate it. Do what you, do what you gotta do. Give me comments. I, I would love that, man. I, I appreciate everyone that comes back week after week after week, episode after episode. I appreciate y'all, man. I don't. Was this episode seventy something or eighty something? I don't. I think it's eighty. I believe this is episode eighty. I'm not hundred percent sure, but hey, it is what it is. Again, I thank you guys. Love you guys. Hope to see. I hope y'all enjoy y'all Super Bowl. Enjoy the rest of y'all week. See you guys next Tuesday. And until next time, much love.
slow it down, yeah But I'm so tired of wasting all this time I need your love right now Good. 